Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 169 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Pretty good bit of news for you here. Uh, I'm co-newsmaster. I'm going to uh, go ahead and get out there and say that before Brant tries to steal some of my thunder. But uh, Brant, new actual newsmaster Brant built the news for us once again. Uh, this week we have your August games with gold and PlayStation Plus titles. Uh, Activision Blizzard issues. That might be our deep dive this week. We'll see. Uh, 10 million PS5s and an M.2 update in beta firmware. Uh, Microsoft's fastest selling console. What could that be? Is it a Steam Deck? Uh, EA Play Live Roundup? Question mark. What happened there? And uh, there's no link associated with this one. It just says new segment, Brant's bad news, delays, cancellations, and more. I guess he's going to go rogue <laughs> on this one and fill in the blanks with whatever he would like to. What about the the Animal Crossing updates? Is he doing that? Oh, too? that's that's in the bad news. There we yeah, go. that that just is the bad news. That's just yeah. We won't get Animal Crossing uh, Switch too. That's the Hold bad on, news. So sorry. I read it wrong. It says delays, cancellation, and more. So that is the and more oh, part the of the more. segment. Yeah. Uh, I'm of course one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by newsmaster and co-host Brian McKee. Thank you, sir, for help being build that news. I, I just uh, laid the framework and you fleshed it out. It's been hot out there, and work has not been easy this week. I'm there with you. I've spent more time out in it than I have uh, wanted to. Also coming in from the blazing sun is Cesar Concepcion the second. I wish I, I, that was the case, but that's un, absolutely not true. So I, I literally have stayed in air conditioning and in, ran, ran on a treadmill with air conditioning provided. So <laughs> It I never not, felt like you were outside in the sun. As I drove home and I see people running outside, I said, poor bastards, as I drove <laughs> <laughs> I ran inside with like, full blasting air just blowing in my face. I was like, this is... They must be like Brant and Richard. Those poor bastards. Look Those at them. Poor, poor bastards. No pity for the, the people cooking on the asphalt outside. Nope. I literally just look at them and like, I'm shaking my head. I'm like, sorry, guys. As they're crawling around like they're in the desert. As I as I get off the treadmill, I'm like, ooh, that was a that was a rough one. I get the towel with the towel myself off and then just <laughs> spam more AC on me. It's kind of chilly, this air blowing down on me while I'm sweating. It's a little it's cold in here, yeah. <laughs> All the sweat's making me cold. Does anyone have a light jacket sitting around? Go get go says, some long sleeves out of my uh, gym locker and put those on. So <laughs> make sure for when my next exercise set, I was uh, a little bit more warmer. So There we go. Yeah. Exercises and warmth. <laughs> uh, anybody got anything crazy to tackle before we go into news? Anything, any wild announcements? Any crazy updates? No. No. Uh, absolutely not. I, I try to think of something, nothing that would be prevalent to anything that we're doing here to this day. You and never time. know. You never know. There's always random shit. But uh, I join do, us for the. I do appreciate you offering. So. Right? Yes. Thank you. This is where we probably could have filled in. Uh, we had a whole discussion about the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster OSTs that are available, and if you join us at eight o'clock or a little bit after that, you will generally get in on the. The juicy pre-show, as it were, where we discuss random shit. It's usually gaming-related, though, but sometimes anime. Then every time I go into my Google Drive, and I wish it would go. just yeah. default into the NoFallCast one, because I go into my personal one, and I have, like, a paper from college in there still. I'm like, what the oh. fuck? I haven't deleted this yet. Maybe I still need it, so. Uh, save it in there. It might be the oldest Google Drive document available. Uh, they keep, like, my, I don't know. I only use up, like, one gig, and I have, like, that Google Drive since it's been in created so what was the first size limit it was probably not 15 gigs when it came out like 
five gigs maybe one gig i don't know i'm not gonna look it up that sounds like work <laughs> that sounds like work but yeah. my brain that's how my brain works i'm like i wonder what the original size was when it launched i, I finally trained my brain to the point where like yeah i don't care about that yeah i can't focus on this right I was now. like just throw it on screen when i have to pay money that's usually when i i, I pay attention they're like you're almost out of space unless you pay this i'm like mm. it's like every time I, I open up every youtube video ever it's like hey you cannot be going through this 45 seconds of bullshit and i'm like nah i'm good so <laughs> i'm fine i'll deal with it yeah, yeah I'll, I'll work unless it's, it's unless it's giving me something like some ridiculous message or some ridiculous commercial and all right my biggest complaint with that bullshit is that the commercials run flawlessly at like 1080p at 60 frames per second <laughs> then it throws me my videos and it's like 140p and argues with me like i don't know if we can run this at 1080p and i was like bitch yeah. you just ran the commercials yeah, i like I the just... highest quality ever and like you're telling me that the video i'm watching now you can't run that come on I just so, watched that Longhorn advertisement, and that steak looked fucking juicy as hell. It had the seasonings all over it. I was watching it flip on the grill in slow motion. Never buffers. Like, most of my videos I watch buffer at some point. So my question to you, Richard, is that if I pay for this YouTube premium, does that guarantee that I will get bufferless videos? That might do it for me because I'm tired of that. I do not have that issue. I might do I, the one month to see if they're locking me behind a buffer wall. Do the trial or do the student thing like we do and get your uh, throw your EDU in there. What's the date on your paper that's in that drive? Throw, give us a date out there. Or have you already switched over to the no podcast I one? I literally just closed it out because I was disgusted in it. <laughs> I need to, I need to empty that no podcast one. We, we need another backup somewhere Yeah. for these uh, episodes because it was like, hey, these episodes are pretty small. We could probably fit a shit ton in here. And now we're up to, what was it, 169? I <laughs> said. Uh, uh wow. Um this was when I did my internship in college. Uh last edited was on April 28, 2012. Okay. That's a pretty old document. 2012 doesn't sound it, like that long gonna, ago. We're I'm going to celebrate his 10th. I'm going to celebrate his 10th bir uh, birthday next year. Uh let's all mark our calendars and come back and then for our pre-show Cesar, you can have a dramatic reading of that paper. And then now it's just my learning objectives for my internship. So <laughs> outside, of, outside of that, I've just got a notification from my Steam account that it's old enough to drive. I was like, oh, wow, I had this thing for 16 years. So, so I was like, I can I can literally go buy the car now and I can go. Drive. Wow. Two more years and it's going to I can't raise it anymore. It's going to be on its own. It's going to take its games and leave me. And it can buy cigarettes. It'll start smoking. Oh, cigarettes is 21, man. They moved it to 21. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it's been man. 16 years and it'll just be able to leave the house at the end of this year yeah. damn that's a long time what was your first steam purchase half-life 2 um probably half-life 1 half-life oh, no i'm looking did you have a pc that could run half-life 2 when steam launched and everything yeah that's when i built my pc i uh I was running at 60 frames per second. Um, I remember selling. The, I remember selling the big box copies of Half Life too. We had the, well, it wasn't big box at that point, but it was like a thick. It was those thick DVD. All right, let me cases. let me let me let me look here. Um, let's see if I can sort by oldest entry. At the when Half Life came, when Half Life Two came out, were DVD ROMs prevalent in home computers? Was were we to that point? It was CD ROMs. I had to put I in like a, four discs. Yeah, I think a bunch of games I sold came on CD ROMs at that point. Yeah, wild times, man. Look how fast that shit went off. 
that we got the Wii store that we can no longer access. Oh, speaking of which, I was thinking about hooking up the Wii U because we were talking about Metroid <laughs> emulation, get the old school Metroid games on there. <laughs> so the 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 Wii had tons of Turbo Graphics stuff. That was like my introduction to Turbo Graphics because finally you could afford a Turbo Graphics game. Because even back then, collecting for Turbo Graphics was a nightmare. Are there is there still a good bunch of those on the Wii U eShop? Does anybody remember? I mean, I could have Googled this, but it's a good discussion point just in case. I am not sure. Because I feel like I need to buy. I haven't been on that Wii U eShop in forever. The last thing I got off of there was the the question. I'm sorry. Turbo graphics games on the Wii U eShop. Is it as Uh, prevalent? I don't think anything touched the Wii virtual console. That was a hell of a virtual console. It, I think it was like their like Neotopia or whatever that shit's on there. Um, the main stuff? Uh, maybe military, whatever the military was, a military, military madness. Military madness. Yeah, I think that was on there. A good-ass game. Uh, I'm, I'm after Blazing Lasers. That's my main one. You want me to fire up the Wii U? I got it right here, so. Nah, we could do it after the show, maybe. It's probably I, not thrilling content. What am I talking about? We have Google. Well, I can just Google that shit. Brant's doing it now, I believe. Uh, unless he got I'm looking on Reddit right now. <laughs> 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 list of e- Wii U eShop games. Are they still adding games to the Wii U eShop? I don't know. Uh, yeah. it's, I mean, we didn't talk about it in news, but uh, they what was it, Japan and Asia regions or Mexico? You can't add Wii U eShop points or you can't add credit card to Wii U eShop anymore? It, it's like the PS3 and the, and the Vita. Like, I try to buy something on the Vita and it won't let you do credit card anymore. It's like, it'll, it'll throw up a generic error, so you have to buy a fucking PSN card. And I was like, I, I don't feel like doing this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, it's this says that it pretty much seems like most of the Turbo Graphic games are still all on there. They um, let's see, there are forty games available to purchase. The only from, ones that are Turbo delist- Graphics. Yeah, the only ones that are delisted is R Type was delisted June thirtieth, twenty twenty. Uh, Ninja Spirit was delisted at June 30, twenty twenty. Vigilante was delisted in June thirtieth that same year. And then the Legend of Hero Thoma uh, was delisted on June thirtieth, and Battle Chopper, and Image Fight, and Image Fight Two. Those are random as hell. Why R Type? That's kind of a that's a big one. Well, you remember they came out with all those uh, R Type collections, so that probably that's, that's part of what they were trying to push. Um, but outside of that, you have Bonks Adventure, New Adventure Island, Bomberman '94, Gradius Dungeon Explorer, Neotopia, Superstar Soldier, World Sports Competition, Bonks Re- Revenge. Blazing Lasers, which you want. Yes. Link Crush, uh, Newtopia yes. 2, Bonk yes. 3, Devil's Crush, Air Zonk, Victory Run, Final Soldier, Soldier Blade, China Warrior, Detana, Twinbee. Twinbee! Twinbee's uh, good Shockman, Double Dungeons, Digital Champ Bot, Battle Boxing, Moto Rotor, Power Golf, Lords of Thunder, Break-In, Salamander, Bomberman, Panic Bomber, uh, Battle Load Runner, Bomberman 93, and Necromancer. That's the whole list. That's still a solid library. It's a good bit. Another podcast I was listening to said we use were going up in value. Have y'all seen that? I haven't like looked oh, at this really. stuff in a while. Yeah. It's probably because of the whole Metroid situation, probably. So <laughs> Oh man, isn't this crazy times with like supply shortages and fads that come and go and people want these, you know, a new game gets announced and then there's like this mad rush for all the old shit at one time. It makes sense. I mean, it would have been cool if we came out with a collection like they did Castlevania, and so. Man, I, I'm still Same. waiting to hear something about that Castlevania Advance collection. You could have a Metroid Advance collection. Yeah. You could have a Metroid Advance collection and put the original Metroid Two on there, 
and the two from GBA. That would be awesome. That'd be really cool. I'm actually upset that's not a thing now. I shouldn't announce games I want that are not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, or a Metroid Game & Watch. We could have got a Game & Watch with, uh, you know, maybe one, two, and... Never happened. What are you that talking about? Happened. We barely got a Game & Watch for Zelda. They were like, oh, I guess we got to do something. That's what they were, they, were, they were operating on, so... Does that, that little mini, it's like a Nano something in there, will it run Super Nintendo stuff? Or is it, have people pushed I, that that you know I, of? I would imagine, but it, I haven't seen anything been hacked on those things. Because usually that's pretty prevalent. Yeah. Usually when those things come uh, out, somebody's doing an article that somebody's already got 45 games running on this thing. So, Well, they hacked it. It was it was hacked like right off the rip. Yeah, but it was yeah. just one of those things where it was like, you see all these ribbons and shit connected to it. Like it wasn't a clean. Yeah, but they're not they're not running like 45 or 50 games like they were doing like the the minis so yeah i want to say the dude put like doom on it i mean it was super choppy but you put doom on anything so yeah that was the main the main thing was to try and put doom i'm actually running doom and obs it's every episode we have it's actually in the background it's doom is in there i I would imagine it's probably just a storage issue maybe on those things yeah storage over horsepower and then you gotta add buttons so you gotta look at their manufacturing they gotta add shoulder buttons and and two extra I mean, if you look at that, I mean, technically you could run any NES game on there. I mean, yeah. those are basically NES emulators. But I'm, I imagine it's just a storage issue, probably. You just can't. There's no way to add storage in there. Like, somebody's usually doing something to add storage, so. Yeah. That's that's my guess. Maybe they have just enough for those games, so. We'll see. I heard some other people pointing out that, um, you know, those Mario ones are still on the shelf. Like, you can go just about anywhere and get one of those Mario game and watch. Yeah. If they're worried the Zelda ones, there won't be as many. Like, they overestimated and the point was made, like, Nintendo hates stuff being on the shelves. Like, they hate that merchandise sitting out there just on the shelf. So, I think that's part of their FOMO, artificial scarcity thing they build in. But I guess they thought they were going to sell a bunch more of these Mario Game & Watches. Who knows, man? What do you think the mar- What do you think the markup is on those? What, what are they, 50 MSRP or 40? I think they're about 50 yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah, they're 50. 49, I've seen them, like, 40 at some point, certain places yeah. from sale, so... What price 20, point is it get? 25 is the point where you get uh you start buying them like crazy. <laughs> Half off. Just yeah, sweep them all into the cart. That's that's exactly where I was going. You knew that's where it was headed. <laughs> what's our what's our buy point where we get every one we can find? I mean that's that's how I lucked out with my micro when I, I bought my micro for like fifty bucks and they fifty percent those off, so Hey Cesar, we got a PS1 sealed PS1s back in the oh, day. I'm Cesar, looking at this, mine right now, yeah. It's still sealed with the Harry Potter in the PS1s. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'll hold one for you. I think I waited there. I don't think I had enough money to just straight buy you one. I had to wait there with it. I, th- I got a I, I got a seal PS1, seal PS2, seal PS3, and a, and a couple seal PS4. So I'm good. And I just got to make the jump to whenever PS5 needs to be sealed. So the legacy of PlayStation at the palm of your hand. Unnecessarily, I guess. I just happened to walk into those. So. That we did. All right, here we go. News time. Games with gold. This is not a bad month. They've actually uh, improved here. They listened to you, Richard. Uh, they couldn't take you uh, bitching at them one more, uh, one more podcast. They couldn't do I it. I believe, uh, yeah, I've been railing them. I believe you coined the phrase lames with gold. That is not the case this month, I'm pretty sure. That was not it's me. I, that game. has to be Brent. Yeah, it's 100%. <laughs> Brent builds the news, so I get that. Uh, you're getting, uh, let's run down the games. You're getting Darksiders 3, uh, Ukulele, 
And then via backwards compatibility and for 360 owners, you're getting Lost Planet 3 and Garo Mark of the Wolves, which for a long time, well, I guess it still is, that MVS cartridge is like super expensive. And we we didn't get that game for a long time on Neo Geo. But uh, Darksiders 3 is August 1st through 31st. Ukulele is August 16th through September 15th. Lost Planet the 3rd is August 1st through 15th. And Garo Mark of the Wolves which is a fighting game, is available August 16th through 31st. I wonder how these deals break down for publishers where they have like the 15-minute, 15, 15-day 15 window versus like the full month that it spreads through. I wonder how that works, that breakdown for them. Just curious. Uh, contracts, man. Who knows anymore? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you get an action, what a hack and slash action, action adventure is what they call Darksiders 3. Uh, you get ukulele, which is like a 3D N64-esque. It's a thing. It's just a thing? It's a fucking Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> without the board game at the end. It is Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, Lost Planet 3. How did the, there were people kind of tired of Lost Planet at that point? I can't remember the heat, uh, the, the reception of Lost Planet 3 at that time. No, you're right. That's the, when we were stuck in that generation from PS3, 360, forever. And they're like, we're just going to keep cranking out sequels. And nobody wanted to spend money on uh, any new gameplay. So, and we got trilogies of everything. We got Resistance. We got Lost yeah. Planet. We got Dead Space. Dead Space. Mm-hmm. We did uh, not get the Lost Planet side story that Japan got. So that what was that on? The 3DS and the, um, PS3, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I've seen I've seen clips of that one. I think I imported that PS3 one. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it was it's like, like anime seven style. bucks or some bullshit. Like, yeah. I bought it too, so. Yep. That's one of my few imports I have. Uh, and then Garo, Mark of the Wolves, the last entry of the classic Fatal Fury series. Select over a dozen different fighters to participate in the King of Fighters Maximum Mayhem Tournament. <laughs> okay. Is that when it started crossing over? Uh, I wasn't expecting to read uh, King of Fighters in there. Yeah, let's go with that, sure. I don't know the whole... SNK-verse? Yeah, let's go with SNK that. SNK-fighter-verse? I mean, there, there was a time back in the day where I was super excited about fighters, and that was like that golden era for me. was like right at the end of the PlayStation, right when Dreamcast was coming out. Like, every fighter was... Uh, I was like reading up on, and like, yeah, yeah. Project Justice, and... And we were yeah. getting like... The Dreamcast is the Naomi board. It's not mm. compromised. We're getting the exact, yeah. We're getting the exact arcade experience at home. Yeah, I love those. That era was days. just awesome. Yeah. yeah, you and me both. You and me both. Even like Dreamcast menus, like uh, I'll talk about virtual tennis all day long. But just going through those menus and like selecting things. And when you hear those dings and just the presentation, like press start and all that stuff, it's just it's total arcade ambiance on the Dreamcast. Oh, let's have a whole episode where we talk about Dreamcast. Powered by Windows. Yeah, Windows CE, I think it was. Yep, Combat it e- yep. Windows Combat Evolved. <laughs> we've come full circle uh those are your lames with gold and they're not lame those are four good ass games I'll, I'll be downloading all four of those they were gonna download them anyways so uh sometimes i forget if it's not something that is is jumping out at me uh that is not adults only tennis we're getting with playstation but i'm jumping ahead uh this comes from the playstation blog playstation plus games for august hunters arena legends that's your ps5 title and then well it's also for ps4 and then Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville and Tennis World Tour 2, which is not Adults Only Tennis 2, which is the tennis I thought we were, I was hoping we would get. The de facto uh, version of tennis. Yes, the adult only version. Mm-hmm. How is this tennis game? 
both both those tennis games that came out recently have been um, lacking. Let's put it that way. They, so. didn't, they didn't light the world on fire, did they? No, everybody's kind of waiting for that virtual tennis to come in since I guess Sega's been sleeping on it. So, is there rumors of a new virtual tennis? Because mm. the, the the virtual tennis guy is one of these studios, isn't it? Didn't he? I believe so. It's one of those things you're gonna have to let them get their their feet on the ground. There's like 85 different versions of Tennis World Tour, so I'm yeah. guessing we'll get the most complete one. Hopefully, or, or there's one where like, the like there was like you have to get all the DLC for to get all the the characters, and then there was a complete version. It was weird. It's like a one was like um early access one, so they just didn't call it early access. We'll see what we get. Uh, Hunters Arena Legends. Has anybody seen anything on this? Looks like it's a PvP thing. Oh, it was announced during the State of Play. I don't remember this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was that State of Play kind of Battle Arena, Battle Royale kind of deal. Which, it's like, well, like PlayStation almost, Plus. Almost reminds like me that... Uh, players in this. That Ubisoft game, I forgot what it was, with the... For Honor? For Honor, yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like? That's what it kind of reminds me of. Like, a Battle Royale version of that. Did For Honor ever get something Battle Royale? I don't play Ubisoft games because they don't interest me anymore, so... They don't come out with Rayman, and I don't like the Assassin's Creed's, so... They don't come out with Rayman. And I was so excited when we got that UbiArt stuff. It's like, we made, we made this engine. We're going to make all these great 2D games, and we got... That one, that uh, Child of Light, and then there was one other title, like War Defiant or something. War Valiant, Valiant War. Something uh, like that. They were yeah. all using that VR thing. And then we got one more Rayman game. And then a bunch of uh, weird VR games. So. Oh, they use that UbiArt engine? Absolutely not. I'm just saying just in general from Ubisoft. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't know. Uh, Probably the most... I, I, the most thrilling thing they made in years is probably the, um, the Mario Rabbids game. So, yeah. And Rayman, what Rayman, Rayman Origins before that when that came back? Sure. Yeah. We played that when it came out on PS3. We loved it. I would uh, love a third one. I don't know why we don't have a third one, but whatever. <laughs> It'll be a Wii U exclusive, unlike the second one <laughs> when they moved it from Wii U. Uh, the 30-player, this is Hunter's Arena Legends, the 30-player PvP and PvE combat-based battle royale set in an ancient age in which humanity battles each other as well as a growing legion of demons that have been unleashed upon the world. In this vicious frontier, you'll face threats on two fronts, head into high-risk, high-reward dungeons to encounter demonic foes. Dangerous but necessary for your continued survival, you'll earn powerful items and experience points. Powering yourself up will give you a much-needed edge on the battlefield when you face off against your hunter brethren. Sure. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. It's a team shooter. Uh, friend of the show, Russell, put a lot of time into the first one, surprisingly. Uh, that was one of his, I guess it was a Games with Gold or PlayStation Plus or something last go around for like PS4, Xbox One, and he piled some hours into it. Uh, and then Tennis World Tour 2 plays the world's top players or create your own pro and try to dominate the world rankings. Play for fun or take on rank mode to sharpen your skills. In career mode, manage your season, your staff, your equipment, and your sponsors. Alternatively, take on friends locally or online in singles or doubles games. Whatever mode you choose, you'll experience dynamic, realistic, and precise gameplay that puts you in the heart of legendary rallies. All three games will be available for PlayStation Plus members to add to their library until Monday, September 6th. Oh, no. I mean, the only... (laughs) 
It doesn't say complete version, so I don't know what we're. We were shocked. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, this would be akin to like when there's expansions and stuff out. Like if we got the first Warhawk and we didn't, they want you to get hooked on that and then sell you the two little expansions that came with Warhawk. Ah, who knows, man? I, I don't know, man. I just want a good tennis game. Where's our next next gen Warhawk? That's like the perfect free to play thing, right? And you can sell skins for all that shit and. We look at this point. We can kind of hope because you know Sony's been trying to get studios to do multiplayer stuff. So maybe, maybe. I mean, that's a good one to uh, bring back. So, I mean, they did it. Uh, that was a PS1 franchise. Remember, they kind of like reimagined it as that as that PS3 online game. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just my old man yelling at this guy trying to capture nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And how profitable was it? Because, you know, Sony right now seems to only want to play it safe and go for those big budget titles that are going to make them uh, easy money, mm-hmm. basically. Or guaranteed money, I, sh- I guess I should say. Not not necessarily easy, but guaranteed. I mean, they, they lost a lot of their pillars. The only thing that's making them money is uh, their movie studios and the gaming. So mm-hmm. they're going to play it safe. They don't have the PC anymore. They don't have... Uh cameras and cell phones and all that jazz. Uh, Mark, Mark Cerny has a Vio computer. I was saying, I Mark Cerny is still using that damn Vio. I'm surprised that Sony owned 25% of that company. I thought they got out altogether, but they they still out there. They own a percentage of that company. I was like, okay. But they, they don't do anything else outside of They just get a cut. So It must not have been a viable industry for them to stay in. Uh-huh. Oh, that one was rough. No, uh, they're, they're pouring all their money in Act Three, so don't don't worry about it. Act Three, Act Three, baby. <laughs> yes, Brand's powered like, by yes. what I've always wanted. The cloud-based Act Three runs from the cloud. We're joking, oh. and the McKee Nack uh, slammed through the McKee household. They're a Nack. Nack Two did. Nack they're Nack fans. They're Nack everywhere. <laughs> Nack. Just a piece kiss. of art. Brant's giving chefs kids for Nack Two. <laughs> you need to see how the Nack Triology ends. Sad, the sad thing is we won't get another knack. We'll get another Crayola scoot. Ugh. Then there's that. Um, I guess where I was going to go with the Battle Royale stuff, the big, your heavy hitters are, there's other people that have tried. I think that Rocket one is taking off. Not Rocket League, the the oh, dodgeball. Yeah, Rocket Arena. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. You're, knockout uh, City. Yeah, you're talking about Knockout, knockout City. City. That seems like I see buzz about that nonstop. I still haven't, I still haven't tried it out. It looked like something was up my alley. Have any of the where I was going with this? Have any of the big three, like this is the way gaming is going, and even like uh, Bungie's Bungie three four three's been out there saying Halo's not going to be a battle royale. The only BR in our game is battle rifle. Like, why have they not put resources into creating one of those and having that in house? That would really draw to that platform because you can play Fortnite on anything, you can play Apex on anything. It seems to me to to get that next big thing. That would be your system seller in of you know just developing that on your platform, or is this a success of those having them everywhere? I don't know. I, I see it as an oversaturation in the market. I mean, because I mean, it started with um, what was it H one Z one, and then it really popped off with uh, Player Unknowns mm-hmm. Battleground. PUBG was the first big one, and then Fortnite just and then it. Yeah. When once Fortnite gained popularity, it exploded, and now Call of Duty has Battle Royale. There's Battle Royale 
um, just about anything and everything you can think of. Um, endless knockoffs. Um, and so I'm, I'm semi glad Halo isn't doing that. Uh, I would understand them yeah. if they did, because, yeah, because it is so popular, they'd want to draw in that crowd. But also, it might be good to just not. I mean, because it does seem like from that presentation that was um, what was showed off the other day, because this weekend is the open beta or the start of that open beta testing, uh, that first look. Did y'all get in? Uh, I, I did not. I still haven't. I've been checking email. You got in? I'm in. I don't have my, it's not Ooh. available to download yet. I keep like anxiously checking my email. Please God, please God, please God. I did but, not uh, apply, so. Do what? I did not apply, so. But it does, it looks interesting. It looks, it looks like Halo. It looks, there was that, that one map looked kind of like Call of Duty. Mm. Uh, what was that? The Bazaar? It's a it's a faster looking Halo. <laughs> um but I think I think it'll be enough of a Halo experience that it'll that it <laughs> And what's the most important thing about the multiplayer for Infinite? I, oh, it's I may free. Have, I may I mean, have answered my own question. It's gonna be free. And it apparently plays great on Xbox One, like the OG hardware. Yeah, it, Sixty I, frames per second. It it looked like it did get a little choppy, but yeah. um they clarified I mean, afterwards. That was a stream, though, so that made yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was a stream. So and they clarified it was coming off the DVR, like it's coming off the built-in DVR feature. Oh, on okay. And that only records on that one. Only records at thirty frames per second. So you had a little bit of a hiccup there. Why they would choose to show that, I don't know. But this that we also got Craig from the, the 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 reason they did was because remember that whole debacle again with Cyberpunk mm-hmm. is because they didn't show anything of ps4 or xbox versions of the game That's and true. then and then once it they got hounded for it here's your um, bottom barrel this is the worst experience you're gonna get so that's a, that's a good idea but it, it it looks halo enough to get the existing players interested and also a little bit different enough to intrigue new players mm-hmm. i think so which has been the balance the whole time yeah I mean, Halo, not... Halo Five, yeah, Halo Five was the one people kind of was, because eh, it it got more Halo of Duty style. Started with four, but they went all in and on five yeah. with the multiplayer. Um, all right, so Halo is Microsoft's. I think Nintendo's closest thing to this is Splatoon. Would that be the right answer? And there's already a Splatoon three, and Splatoon four mm. that SSR unveiled on the show around E3. <laughs> no, Net- Nintendo has uh, Tetris ninety nine. That they are constantly <laughs> unleashing these yes. online. Yep, you're right. What would be what would be Sony's outside Pac-Man, of Warhawk? Warhawk and uh, Mag. Give us Mag. <laughs> Give us a new Mag, you cowards. Mag back. Also got big into Mag too. That was one of those I played the shit out of the beta, and then when the game came yeah. out, I was like, I didn't, I didn't touch it as much. Uh. Moving along, let's get out of news. Or we're on the first news story. This is not going to go well. Uh, I skipped this story somehow. Skip three, go to four. Basically, uh, Activision Blizzard oh, issues. Go. Yeah, I opened up the wrong link. All right. Uh, this is a deep dive. 
Um, there's going to be more stuff coming out of this, so I think we can just cover the main bits. Yeah, probably. And this might be a uh, story that we talk about several other times as there's updates, because like even today there was a walkout by employees. But yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, let's re- read it best from The Verge. Uh, I believe the story first came from uh, Jason Schreier at Bloomberg. I don't see that quoted in here, though. I there were don't. there were so many quote uh, there were so many articles about this. I just I literally had to just pick pick one. Yeah. So. But okay, I mean, so, it's I've seen I've seen so much about it. It's you know, I think all of us have at this point. Yeah. So the story broke. California sues Activision Blizzard over a culture of constant sexual harassment. Uh, there were all sorts of uh, uh, women piping up on and men piping up on social media, Twitter, et cetera, about uh, instances that they could corroborate with the stories and or saying that, hey, that was me who was saying that. Uh, lots of weird, bizarre stuff like uh, what they call it, cubicle crawls, where they would – yeah, the male leadership at the company, and this is Activision Blizzard, would become intoxicated and then go from cubicle to cubicle, uh, groping, harassing um, – Sexual misconduct, I guess that's the yeah. right term. Is, is gross. They, stuff. they does they unwarranted. Uh, yeah, it was quoted as you know several as of, of the upper you know male employees. Big, big basically, names. Basically, yeah, yeah. Basically, having like a frat frat mentality. The and, the most glaring one is what Greg Streets, right? Greg yeah. Streets and Ab- Abasabi, I think his name is. Works a lot on Warcraft stuff. Mm-hmm. Greg Streets was like, I'd never blah blah blah, and like people just started posting receipts on there. So yeah, text message receipts and such. Yeah. So, they had a Bill Cosby suite, which at that time he was Bill Cosby was already under allegations for. Yeah. Those didn't hit the light until like his way, way later, but those rumors were about Cosby were going on for years. So the yeah. Cosby, the cause, as they referred to it as. Um, so that was July 22nd. Uh, the Verge just has a, basically a timeline because it's just kind of is being updated nonstop. Get that bug, Brent. Was that you, Brent? Get the bug. Uh, July 24th was like a half-ass apology, I believe. Garbage. Yeah, it was. Well, there was there were there were two different responses, and one person, um, the the main CEO hadn't said anything until, huh. Uh, interestingly, their their stock plummeted about ten percent, and then he piped up. But also, talks, I, I, right? well, it kind of makes sense because I mean they are under legal, um, uh, yeah, litigation technically with this right. lawsuit. So you you think anything that the the big wig the the guy on top has to ha, is going to say any of his statements? How many how many lawyers do you think his statement has to get? overseen by and combed through and rewritten and so but i know one person had said um something about you know this is a misrepresentation of the company and way overblown and somebody else um you know actually said that you know we we want to listen to employees we want to prove ourselves so it was kind of all over the place at first yeah and then once the CEO came out and said that, you know, we are going to have listening sessions, we're going to make these changes, we're going to be removing uh, 
questionable items uh, or inappropriate items from these these certain games. And uh, we want to work to make this company a better place for for everyone that works here. And so it's, you know, it seems like they want to get on track, but it's a shame that they even got to this point in the first place. Yeah. Because I know I don't think any of us here were raised to mistreat anybody or you know even when you're a kid you do stupid stuff but as you grow older you you're like eh, that that's extremely inappropriate and especially you in any kind still of have lessons to learn you still yeah, have lessons it, to learn nobody's perfect <laughs> but in, in an office setting and you know as, as a professional you yeah. know i would there's you know certain things i would or, or do with my friends joking around that you know i'm at work i would never do this or could you imagine going into work and just getting extremely drunk and going from room to room and just like even just even in in a joke hitting on a another employee and from a position of power where you can get away with it that's extremely like where where'd your mindset at that point like how do you how do you ever think something like that's okay what are you in it for uh, there's a lot of allegations of um, different expectations for male and female employees where mm-hmm. females were expected to, uh, you know, they got they caught grief for maternity leave or leaving for doctor's appointments for children. Uh, male co-workers would drink and play games. And and I mean, even though they're in the games industry, you're not playing games. It's not what the you're not yeah, tightening you up the graphics. Yeah, you don't sit there tightening up the graphics all day. 40 hours a week. So. Uh, there was a walkout today. Staff will meet outside Blizzard's main campus on July 28th. Uh, apparently, Blizzard is encouraging its own employees to attend Wednesday's walkout with paid time off. Uh, Bobby Kotick did write a letter. That's what they were saying. It was tone deaf. Um, oh, there's the framed photo of Bill Cosby that came out today with the Cosby Suite thing, which is god-awful. Um... It's it's ongoing. It's it's not good. And this is across. It, did y'all see anything outside of like? It seemed like World of Warcraft type development to me. It seemed like that particular group of Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Did you see anything outside of that main? That's what I heard the most of was was World of Warcraft, and this has even affected the work and development. I know several. They've I've heard a few different reports talking about how work has completely halted. Those employees are, yeah, yeah, have stopped because of everything going on. All right. So we'll have more updates on that. Uh, There's already been wrongs committed. So hopefully there's justice for those who have been wronged and repercussions for those who did the wronging. Major repercussions. We shall see. I'm sure there'll be more updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this a happier story? Yes. Yeah. This is Sony. This is a happier. Someone else take this. Sony sales milestones. How many Vitas have they sold? Oh, 12 million. If only. Uh, so <laughs> this comes from Tom Warren of The Verge. Uh, and it was announced that Sony has sold more than 10 million PS5 consoles. Uh, that's more uh let's see obviously it's they've done so much with this i mean 
<laughs> it's great that they've sold 10 million, but you think about how hard it is to still get a PS5 and the fact that there's a chip shortage uh, and everything else. Uh, it's a, it's actually pretty astonishing that they've sold 10 million. Um, but it's at this point, it's, uh, been a better launch than, uh, I think the PS4, uh, fasting. It's Sony's fastest selling console in, in history. Um, and let's see here. And it goes on. I know they talked about, is it in this article as well? Yes, here it's down at the bottom how they talk about um, a lot of the install size um, and the different games that were sold and how much. Mm-hmm. So we have Spider Man. Yeah. Spider Man Miles Morales sold more than 6.5 million copies. And, you know, that, I mean, that released both PS4 and PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have like Ratchet and Clank and Returnal are down here. And those were PS5 exclusives. Uh, Rift Apart sold more than 1.1 million. There's three uh, here, I know. Since its lo- since its launch, which I mean, it's a Ratchet and Clank game, and plus that game was just amazing. Um, it's damn good. Returnal being a brand new IP and also being exclusive to PS5, um, sold a little less. Uh, uh, 560 thousand copies since uh it's launched in april and now um, playstation first party but still they did um decent enough to you know garner sony's attention and and purchase so and i love returnal returnal is a great game let's see i think uh, and like and you we'll, said i think i think that game's gonna sell more once those, that price drops so you, you'll probably see it jump up yeah i don't know I, I don't know if they'll ever come out with a ps4 version of that but honestly i th- think they could um i don't think it was too demanding i don't think it was i don't think it was too demanding i think it would be one of those where it would up its load times probably significantly um because there were this game, it was one of those where it didn't necessarily load. Uh, sometimes when you'd start it up, you'd have like a, a small splash screen, um, maybe of the house uh, or of like some weird uh, alien creature just kind of in the shadow and it would splash up for just a second and then boom, you'd be back in the game. So, but I could, I, I really could see it possibly having a, a PS4 ps4 edition yeah ps4 pro only (laughs) but i mean now that it's released i don't i don't know if they'll do that it seems like they're kind of going that way now with just the newer titles uh that haven't been released yet yeah i wonder if now that i see the 10 million i was thinking about didn't playstation one didn't get like a special 10 million unit like a different color or something when they reached that milestone, uh, I thought for some reason. I remember, I remember that yeah. like blue, that like see-through blue. I can't remember if that was for the ten million. Yep, ten million, ten millionth PS One sold. It's like a bluish looking color. Is well, it? It's, it's like, like that see-through. 
It's not that net Yaruzi looking one. Yeah. Uh, Yaruzi. However you say that. Is, is it sitting on your wall, Richard, right next to your um, Halo Xbox? I don't have a Halo Xbox. I'm being I remember when we sold them. I remember <laughs> we sold them brand new for a hundred bucks. I wish I got one. Man, I Man. wish I got one. Yeah, that was yeah. ten mil. I wonder how long it took them to get to ten million. I should have been in here. That uh, here's this from Tweaktown. There we go. Ten million hardware cumulative sales. Oh, the Vita sold sixteen million, so it's not quite the Vita yet. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's just cumulative sales. It doesn't tell you how long it... Because I feel like the the PlayStation really took off later in its life. Like, it had a slow crawl at the very start. They still cooked the Saturn, and, you know, they got way out ahead of the N64 that year jump. But I want to say it was kind of a slow start. But uh, 10 million is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, I think you're right, because it wasn't... A lot of people were still waiting for that uh, Ultra 64 to come out, right, before they made their decision. Yeah. I think after that slow crawl from Nintendo with when they came out, like, five games in the first couple months after that people were and expensive cartridges and then by that point you could get a ps1 for what 200 dollars, 199 and then you had all these greatest hits games that were 20 bucks on cd or 25 or 30 and i still remember the, what would they have like the old couple sitting in front of the fireplace talking about the greatest hits launch lineup and i remember <laughs> yep. them mentioning uh ace combat play here's combat it was like they just went through all of them those were good ads. Uh, PlayStation marketing was unmatched in that era. All right. I uh, do not know a lot of details on this, but the PS5's internal M.2 SSD expandable storage is up and running. If you are on the beta uh, software, does, beta? Anyone, does anyone know a lot about this? Cesar, have you done your research on this? Um, it's, it's not clean cut. Um, essentially... That seemed to be the, the confusion around it, is that it just wasn't very straightforward. I think it's the reason why, and, and they they noted on the beta, like, hey, if you install these expanded drives, it, you may have to remove it if it's a feature they decide to take yeah. out. So it's not 100% yeah. certain as the route is going to go. That's why I'm not I'm not going to do it, because I, I don't need the space yet. So right. I haven't encountered that either. So... And it's it, it comes with caveats. So you have to have a, you have to have a um, heat sink on there. Uh, it has to have the heatsink, PCIe Gen 4 SSD maximum, or no minimum capacity of at least uh, 250 gigs. Um, does it know if it doesn't have the heatsink? Does it read that off the chip? That Gen 4. Uh, it's I supposedly. I mean, there's some fake images out there where they the PS5 is overheating. You should have bought an Xbox. And I was like, <laughs> I was trying to find uh, like a real warning. So apparently, it can cause the console to overheat. So I don't know if that's true or not. Um, who knows? I don't know. I, I think at this point, it's you can buy a lot of these, don't have heat sinks. You got to buy a separate heat sink for you got to make sure mm -hmm. it fits in the compartment. At this point, I think you're just better yeah. off waiting until an official drive comes out that is gonna have the branded PlayStation 5 logo on there, right? That's my uh, personal opinion. An officially endorsed one, like that Seagate one for the Xbox, yeah. Right. I think there's How a Seagate one for the Sony. I thought, I think I saw on Twitter that. That is officially endorsed by Sony, I think. Or how much are endorse it themselves? I can't remember. They're expensive too, right? This particular type of one. Uh, I think the Seagate ones, when I looked, were I think the 500 gigabytes was uh like one something, and you can get a four terabyte one for like 600 bucks or something like that. That's the first time I've seen a four terabyte one. Uh, that's what that's what draw my attention when I saw that. I was like, oh, a four terabyte one. I've never seen that before. All right, that's new. 
Man, that's wild. So the official the official no podcast stance is wait on this. Don't don't go yeah. slapping shit into your PS5. Just you wait. know me as the guy who normally jumps on stuff like this mm-hmm. just to, to experiment and see what's going on with it. I looked at it and I'm like, I could. Ah, uh, nah. I nah. Nah. The uh, the Verge notes: If your M.2 SSD isn't compatible, you'll you'll be met with a warning from your PS5 that you need a Gen 4 drive with at least 250 gigs of space. Otherwise, you'll need to go ahead and format the drive for use for the PS5. They said at the very end, because they tested a bunch of them, they said they tried out Corsair's Force MP600 and a Sobrant <laughs> Rocket to confirm that they work, but they don't have the heatsink attached. So is that is that where the big no-no is at? So, yeah, you need. I would say get the heatsink. Um, so uh, Nibble on, or Nibble, however you pronounce it on Twitter, he's the one that did it. I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. So according to the Seagate website, he posted the link on here. Seagate has confirmed that their new Fire CUDA 530 SSD is supported by the PS5. And the prices according to Seagate's website is uh, 500 gigabytes is 150, one terabyte is 250, two terabytes is $514, and then a four terabyte is 1000 bucks. But I've never seen a uh, four terabyte ever. That's that's pretty new. I've always seen them capped yeah. out at two terabytes just for standard uh for the MVMEs, you know, I've seen, I've never seen a four terabyte. So this is the first time I've ever seen one. So the interesting thing is that it requires this super fast storage, right? They're not just letting you hook whatever up to it. Those that's for PS4 titles. If you're going to have that external old style, mm-hmm. it still has to be USB three, but that bar is pretty low as far as that goes. The only thing that worries me with this, and it's kind of a different market because I think of the Vita and the overpriced memory cards that you had to buy for the Vita when you could have just got an SD card. But unlike the Vita, the PlayStation is actually using this storage for a certain, like it's it's programmed, it's built to take advantage of this. You know, you don't have Rift Apart without this type of storage. So they're yeah. not just going to let you slap something in there and say that's PS5 approved because you need that for those type of titles. So it's it's different from the Vita, but it also makes me think of that semi-proprietary storage. But it's it's not. You can still get any of these other brands. It's just it, it's so early. Uh, it's funny people knock console consoles for being behind. Like uh, the Wii is two GameCubes taped together, and the PS3 had half a gig of RAM, and the PS4 and Xbox One were already outdated. The Jaguar CPU was outdated by the time they came out. And it's funny to me to be on the side of okay, we've got we've had this hardware in our our respective living rooms for six plus months at this point, and there's stuff that it <laughs> there's accessories coming out that are like too new even for it. So uh, it's kind of cool to to see that side of it and the the dust. It really it makes you feel like you got something future proof. So as these things come down the line, not not to mention you know there's like the whole. Just everything is on a shortage right now. So, like, there's right. some... I won't talk about where I work at, but there's something at my job where, you know, monitors are have a shortage now. We wow. have a monitor... We have, there's a certain type of monitor that's back ordered till January because they don't have enough chipsets for it. We're starting to see it spill over into other aspects of technology. Yeah. So, um, I... It's just... It's going to be tough, you know? I mean, the, those same chipsets are running on those hard drives, so... Yep. I mean, everything's going to be super expensive. It's it's new. It's scarce. Brand new technology. It's for a brand new device that's already scarce. Mm -hmm. The chips are being used for other things outside of storage expansion. I mean, there's literally, I read an article where there's literally just built cars sitting at ports that don't have the chipsets in there. They need the car shortage. They need the computer 
They're just waiting for they're just waiting for the chips to come in so they can install it. So everything's built. Hey man, I still got a vehicle with a cassette deck in it. I'm good. There's no computer in that bad boy. <laughs> I mean, I've been pretty lucky because I think uh, my I, my car still not even at seventy five thousand miles. I think it's like seventy three thousand is a twenty fifteen. So it's almost ten years old. I haven't even hundred thousand miles yet. <laughs> That's good. You're golden. Yeah, I'm we'll having forever. Can, hopefully, I don't want to jinx it. So knock on wood. Yeah. All right. So official no podcast stance. Uh, clear the games. You're not playing. They download super fast now. They copy super fast. Just delete them if you're not playing it. You're not playing that many games. You don't have time to play that many games. Delete those games, you animals. Go outside. You're better. You're better off on just an external for your PS4 games, and then just keeping your internal for PS5 because uh, there's still at that point there's not enough PS5 games to take up that hard drive space. So, and you probably have more of an issue yeah. on Xbox because you know a lot of those games with a smart delivery tend to run better on the internal or on their, their memory card. So, yep. Which that, is, uh, if you want portable. quick resume, don't they have to be on that hard drive as well? I think, I think or that memory work. card expansion. Yeah. 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 Oh, it'll run off either one of those. Yeah. Yeah. It won't run. Uh, yeah. Quick resume will not do on a standard external. It has to have that uh, memory card or that uh, internal storage. So I just downloaded flight simulator. It's a big ass. It's a big ass install. <laughs> I've heard that's a huge game. It's in there. What uh? What's the biggest things you guys have on your PS5s? I think the last time I looked, mine was oh, Final gosh. Fantasy 15. Right? Final Fantasy 15 was like 110 gig install, if I remember right. I'm not sure. I'd have to. I'd have to look. I'm looking now. Hold on. Storage check, everybody. Is it on the app? It is. You can do storage manage on the app. I Ooh. that's a nice feature. So yeah, it shows it on here. So my. Biggest install at the moment that's PS5 only is Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's 91 gigabytes. That's a big file, too. Uh, next so you one can up, have, well, probably six or seven full AAA games on there. Yeah. The next yeah. one up would be Doom Eternal, which is 69 gigabytes. Nice. And then nice. Um, after that, third place would go to... System settings. I wish. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV Online, which is 40 gigs. Oh, See, they're not bad. I feel like they're not as astronomical as I last still, go around. I still only have like my, I only got like half of it used. So, I see. Yeah, I'm good. I think uh, I think Olympic Games was only like a 30 gig install, so it wasn't that bad at all either. I gotta give it to them. Their apps really nice because I can actually go in here and I'm looking at my PS4 storage on my external, and I can look at everything on here. Damn, that is good. And I can delete it from here too. <laughs> Damn. All right, that's our storage check. Let's get through news or we'll never make it. Uh, Xbox Series X and S. I got a bad gateway just now. Hold on. I'm still getting it. Um, essentially, all, yeah, I got a bad <laughs> gateway on there, too. Uh, so essentially, don't get all, a bad gateway. All they, all Read they it, talk, Brant. Oh, dang. <laughs> all they talk about is that it's their fastest-selling console of all the my, uh, Xbox consoles they've released. Um, they still have not released uh, Game Pass numbers yet, but I think the estimate was what, like 25 million? Their their guess is because I think the official numbers was what 18 million at the end of the last year, and then there was a uh, some guesstimates of what, like 23 million, like a couple months ago, maybe a month or two ago. So, I, I, outside of that, I think they're still pulling in what, like 10 billion dollars or something like that. I think that's what they were saying off of gaming, mm-hmm. their gaming division. So, I mean, it, it, it's it would be nice. Selling. For these conversations, it would be nice to get back for them to reporting numbers. They stopped reporting numbers early into that Xbox One game. They were tired of 
they were tired of getting trounced, so they just quit announcing it. Yeah. Uh, Nico Partners senior analyst Daniel Lamad, who we follow on Twitter, this comes from Games Radar, estimates total sales for Xbox Series X and S had reached 6.5 million as of June 30th, a sizable bump from Xbox One's 5.7 and Xbox 360's 5 million in the same time frame. So that is good, and you got to think a big portion of those are. Uh, this article says scalpers, but I'm saying once someone actually gets them, a big portion of those are going to be Game Pass subscribers at that point, right after that, which is the true, the true revenue uh, grabber. Path. What what is the term? Do what? A true pathway. Yeah, the true path to Microsoft victory. Hey, Microsoft's a subscription company. That's what they want you. So. So we know the original Xbox didn't really take off until kind of the the latter end of its life cycle. It ended up being the GameCube. The 360 was highly touted and got that year ahead of the PS3. But I remember it having, you know, it had Red Ring of Death. And then like two of the four launch consoles that we got at my store were dead. They were dead on arrival. They didn't even work out of the box. So I think they kind of, they limped out of the gate with that one. We all know what happened with the Xbox One. This you know, despite not having a flagship title, launch title, you know, they had the medium. Would you say that was their number one exclusive for quite some time? Uh, I mean, at that, at that point, that's when they were starting to, uh, you know, look for things that will fill up that catalog Yeah. for Game Pass. I think that's the only concern was, I mean, that it was available for purchase, but, you know, they were looking mostly people to interact from Game Pass on that. So, right. That they're was starting the to roll in, like, Flight Simulator is a big one. That was their beginning of doing like the the double A titles that they were getting mm-hmm. that you can get day and date instead of having to wait like that model where like oh it's, give it like I gotta wait six months and then maybe I'll hit Game Pass eventually you know they were doing like day and date and new release you know yeah Dungeons they, and Dragons that, that's where it started so yeah yeah but uh, I think that's I think this has been their most solid launch that Xbox One hardware was really good like I don't know anybody that's ever burned up one of those original VCR models mm. but they were coming out of the whole. Here's how you share games on PS4 and uh, the Connect, you know, the Connect came in every box for a hundred dollars more, and you had all that and stuff. You can't that, get rid of that damn thing. I've tried to trade uh, it in, and you, no, hold on to that Connect. Yeah, shit. I'm yeah, I'm holding on to it now. Hold on, hold on to it. No, you need to hold on to that adapter, which you need to hold on to. Yeah, I used the Connect. We were using it for like the voice control thing with Cortana, we were using that until they literally patched it out. And I was like, no. And I stopped using that as the main like entertainment thing in the, in the room it was in. Cause that was a, that was a great way to cruise through stuff. All right. So console gaming is healthy. They said it was going to die. Right. But uh, look at us now. And I think that before this thing crapped out for some reason, <laughs> their webs, their website is just, it's down or something. Uh, or that section is, um, but I think it even said something about you know the the S's are selling well, but uh, the X's had sold way better. Um, it seems like w- what a lot of people were looking at early on. It's you know why would you spend the money on an S when you can get an X for you know about a hundred bucks more and it's more powerful and has more storage and let's let's be honest the the s's were not for u.s consumption let's put it that way they knew much. that people were going to buy x because you know they always tend to buy the powerful consoles here uh europe is playstation country they were pushing the s's there uh, for people to buy that as their second console and that's what most people have been doing so 
because I've seen a lot more SS being sold in Europe than anywhere else. I think there's a good bit selling in Japan now, but uh, they they've been Again, they've a... been profiting though they've been doing those as like a secondary console. Like, hey, these are cheap. You want to play some Xbox games by NES? You know, if you're not a big on uh, graphics, and most of these people never had Xboxes before, so they're not really that concerned about them not owning games and putting a disc in there. So, I mean, that's that's yeah. who they're going for. I mean, the only country in Europe that was big on Xbox ever was the UK. That was it, because at one point UK was on top with them. So, probably a FIFA tie-in at that time. They were probably right. super heavy on FIFA marketing. Yeah, I always wonder because outside of our core group here you know getting the most out of 4k consoles and such so many people that i know still game on a 1080p tv like they're mm -hmm. we, we've kind of future proofed ourselves and paced ourselves out in front of this but there's still so many people who have one of these new even like ps4 pro and and the uh 1x consoles or 1s consoles that they didn't make the jump to hdr or 4k or anything like that and they're still plugging away with 1080p tvs either in like a rec game room or or main living room tv or anything like that so it's almost like that 299 box. If you're, if it's going to be a Game Pass machine and you don't need the physical discs, because I also know, do I know anyone else who collects discs like that outside outside of you guys? Uh, McLeod, uh, uh, former co-host, friend of the show, McLeod also is is in that uh, market and uses the 4K HDR and all that. But you know, we're kind of we're kind of the smaller percentage. It feels like the the hardcore is not the main bits of this. It's it's the scalpers, <laughs> yeah. But it's not, you know, who's needing this box to get a copy of Panzer Dragoon Orta and pop in there and play the best version of Panzer Dragoon Orta? You know, that we're a small niche. They're catering to that, but that's not what's getting these things off shelves. I don't think. I don't think that's its main push. Uh, they did give away Crimson Skies last month, though, so that might be it's a good incentive for people. Mm, yeah. And that's one of those that I've seen system linked between the four Xboxes where they were all, it was all backwards compatible across the board and they were able to system link off of them. That was pretty cool. All right, let's wrap up news with the EA Play show. Did I get everything off the yeah. dossier? Okay. EA Play. We want to touch the big things here. Uh, yeah. I did not watch this. There's only one thing that matters and that's <laughs> And that is Codemasters reveals Grid Legends. Yes. Which was weird. It's like, why do we get FMVs and ex explain the backstory? But whatever. It's, it seems like an EA thing to do. Uh, the game will feature a live-action story that was filmed with the same tech used by the Mandalorian. <laughs> okay, I watched some of this on and off, and I do not remember this bit at all. <laughs> why does Why does Grid Legends have a story mode? What am I missing? Uh, it was just one of the things they, they touted, that they were going to have a story mode and have... Um, actual racers, you know, in it and all of this. So it's fucking weird. I, I don't know why they chose to go that route, but it's just it's something different for them. And I'm sure that you know people, somebody's going to enjoy that. So yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, the most important thing to pull from this is is the first Codemasters release since the purchase. So. Yeah, true. That's true. We'll uh, Battlefield they won't ruin them. Battlefield 2042, the year I can retire. Is getting a portal mode, which mashes together, not GLaDOS, but every Battlefield into one. Uh, portal mode lets players create complex custom game modes using assets from Battlefield 2042, 1942, Bad Company 2, and Battlefield 3. There will be six classic maps, 40-plus weapons, and 40-plus vehicles from three theaters of war, seven different armies from classic titles. 
plus Battlefield 2042 specialist. That's actually really freaking cool. I like that bit. I might. I, this might be the Battlefield that I jump back into. And the uh, the buzz around people who I know who have always liked Battlefield that have fallen off in the past couple of years, the buzz is back for them with this one. With uh, It seems very consumer friendly. This is yeah. not the EA we had, what, three, four years ago? Um, Apex Legends emergence release date announced alongside the newest Legend Seer, which comes out August 3rd. Uh, EA original Lost in Random will be released in September 2021, a game that mixes real-time action and turn-based tactics. This article is from IGN, by the way. Uh, Knockout City Knockout City Season 2 is a fight at the movies. It'll be themed around movies. New map, new gear, new soda ball weapon, and that comes July 27th, two days ago. And that was it, right? That was all that was in the show. They might have said something about FIFA, maybe something about uh, Madden, but I think that was it. Bring it on home. Go ahead and shut down this podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Who wants, who wants some, to go to oh, games play? Oh, and some game that I don't Wait, know what? if anybody's ever heard of. Uh, it's dead, what is it, Brent? Dead Space? Uh, I, was, I was hoping you make a joke and say dead weight. Dead weight. Dead, uh, dead weight. <laughs> uh, free space. Uh, ah, it's coming to me if I think about it. Yes, they I'm had. Blank. I got nothing. They had uh, dead president. A, a little teaser, teaser for for Dead Space. It was a good movie. Yeah, good it was movie. Just a nice, uh, nice first look. One star. One star. Fox was damaged in shipping. Uh, this, this is, is a, course... in a paper envelope. Half a star. <laughs> this is of course a remake of 2008's Dead Space, coming to next gen consoles and PC. So no. Uh, no PS4 Pro um, weak version here, or Xbox One. EA did share a teaser trailer that brings us right back to that terrifying universe. This isn't a sequel, it's not a prequel, it's a reimagining, right, of that first 2008 title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this looked good, just that teaser sent the internet a buzz. Hopefully this is not the Mirror's Edge of last generation that we got. Weird. It wasn't uh, received well. People were clamoring for a new Mirror's Edge. I wanted Mirror's Edge 2, not a Mirror's Edge reboot. <laughs> Frostbite. <laughs> not Frostbite. Yeah. This is Frostbite Dead Space, right? And this is also on Frostbite Engine, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they'll handle this one well. So. And then lastly, uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Brent's new segment. But uh, we've got... Frosting. You're... Animal Crossing, yeah. Wait, Metroid yeah. Other M. Uh, you're. Uh, <laughs> give you us kill a Animal Crossing. Just let me know when you have a hit on the nose. Uh, you're 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 gonna skip Splatoon two and go back to one. Uh, oh, probably that's. Yeah. <laughs> I played the shit out Pretty of Splatoon one. I played a lot of the first one on Wii U also. That's my most played Splatoon. Uh no, but we've got some. Uh, we've got a couple game delays. Uh, I don't know if either of you remember the game Digimon Survive. What is that? It was mine's been pre-ordered since 2019. Yeah, That's and then it got and then it got delayed to 2021, uh, and now it is going to be delayed yet again to 2022. It, it sits there with my uh, copy of uh, when Amazon was doing buy two get one, um, where I got our by three or whatever it is where I got my copy of Bayonetta three is like 40 bucks. And then my copy of certain Digimon survives like 40 bucks. So it forever will be pre-ordered until it's shipped to me. So it's like, I've, I vaguely remember when that game was announced. And then when I heard it was delayed again, I was, 
Oh, yeah, that was supposed to come out this year. Digimon Survive. What do you do in Digimon Survive? You're Digimon and you survive. Nobody knows. They keep low-hanging fruit. They never really show gameplay outside of some uh, story snippets where they accept a 2D. It's probably been redone 85 times. Like somebody on Twitter was like, they were like, please just cancel the game and do something else. That's what they were begging for. Uh, And then another uh, game delay. Um, Kenna. Bread, Bridge of Spirits is going to be delayed till September 21. In that sure. busy, busy ass month. Yeah. It, this we was, were all excited about that off that PS5 unveiling trailer. That shit's going to be a fucking um, plus game. I know. Yeah, I think so. It's, it yeah. probably Oddworld, will be. Oddworld was, so I think it will be. Bug Snacks was. I think it's one of those ones that'll fit that thing. So I hope so. Yeah. It looks. It looks like one I want to play. Yeah, I think that's it's, why they push it out to September. That's me personally. I, they put a real reason on there, but me, yeah. my conspiracy theories, my twin, my twin peaks uh, hat. I put that on, and it's like, no, this is the reason why. <laughs> yeah, they they needed a little bit more time to to work on it to polish it. Um, but on it, I mean, this was supposed to come out the end of next month. So, and then they just pushed it into into September, uh, toward the end of September now. So, I mean, the Earth went fire. It will be fine. Yeah, we. It, we won't have to wait too much longer. It's, I mean, I'd rather them work on it a little bit more, work some of those bugs out. Right. Uh, and then really the last thing is probably going to break everyone's heart. Uh, Dr. Mario world. Oh, the mobile game from Nintendo is, uh, is going to come to an end November 1st. Did anyone ever try this out? No, I, I never did. <laughs> <laughs> me neither uh how many and i think years? i was the most excited on the podcast about it when it was announced it, it's I, I, bit... I forgot i forgot it existed until uh that announcement was made i was like oh yeah that's the thing yeah it's been a few years uh since nintendo had announced that they were dipping their toe into the mobile market and they started with super mario run um it did okay for them it was first one was that animal crossing game wasn't it wasn't it that uh... weird no, no, it was that verse thing. That that weird thing where you sh- you send yeah. me uh, one of your me's cross dressing, and then like, yeah. I was like, why yeah, don't I was in a dress? This? Yeah, no, I was I dress that. and everything. No, you were like in some kind of lingerie thing. I was like, what the hell am I looking at? <laughs> and then you, you text me back like, I don't know, man. Whatever this game is, and we just never played it ever again. I was like, I literally when I got that, I was like, all right, I'm done with this game. That was enough for me. Yeah, I remember we would send questions back and forth like, what's your favorite food? Yeah. What's your favorite movie? I, you had. I just remember that. I got I got a, I got you in lingerie, and I was like, I, why is this happening? <laughs> and I never played the game ever since. I think uninstalled. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want this. It was like Nintendo. This is how we're going to do social media. It's going to be these safe interactions where yeah. you don't actually, and you had to choose between these pre-selected answers and stuff. Yeah. God, what a weird time. But they've they've done some other things that have have been lucrative for them. I mean, um, Mario Kart Circuit seems to be okay. Fire I know that. Uh, I know, yeah, I know that Fire Emblem one is it seems to be doing real real good for them. But yeah, apparently the Doctor Mario World is not. Not doing so good. So uh, the doc, the the doc is is leaving. He's so hanging his doc, coat up. The so doc is doc, out. Doc, doc Martens or something like that. Doc Martens, better. <laughs> Brant's uh, segment of disappointment. And that's been my bad news. No, you didn't talk about Animal Crossing update. Let's go, buddy. No, no, don't leave us hanging. That's What's, that's the worst news. That's part. Of, yeah, this should be part of your negative news segment. 
Give us the news. give us the Animal Crossing news. We were here for a reason. We were here for Animal Crossing news, and I didn't read it all. I'm just like, oh, doing stuff on there. Brand will talk about it. That's why I look at it I'm like Brand will talk about this. There's no way I need to read this. I think no I, way this is relevant to me. I, I heard something about just the fact that they do have more plans to roll out some some more free DLC or free updates or whatever it is, not DLC. But that's they've been quiet on that front for a while because they were pushing out stuff for um, the holidays and you know they they had so many things come out and then all of a sudden it just it stopped it just it they hadn't released any kind of new um because they anything. moved back around to like bunny day and all that yeah. stuff right Didn't oh they start gosh the not stuff? bunny day again oh that the bunny from silent hill 3 <laughs> yes evil bunny specifically that, that one. one yes specifically That's- that one that's literally the first enemy you you fight in Silent Hill three, and I, that's why I looked at it like this is I can never unsee it. It's just the fucking bunny from Silent Hill three. <laughs> that or the, the weird bunny from uh, Ant Man that where it's got the weird teeth. That's all I can see that too. So, all right, is that it for news? Games played. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Go to games played, sir. Because they say the infinite flight is up, and I'm ready to go download. <laughs> I'm itching. It's slowly rolling out. Apparently, yep. Eighteen gigs worth. Might be able to. I, I hope to have impressions of that. I thought it'd be NDA to hell and back, but they want you to stream it and talk about it and everything. So sure, I'll do that. This is like uh, their their most highly rated game in a long time, so I'm sure yeah. they're pushing for it. Yep. And uh, gonna... how long we how long we got to buy Forza Seven before that's delisted? I gotta buy a digital copy of that. Oh, it's like end of September. Right now it's ten bucks. Uh I guess I've got a physical. I've done that for every Forza. Forza. Like Horizon and regular ones, I've always when they get ready to delist it, I buy a digital copy. I'm like, all right, let's go. They delist stuff like that, and I've got it. This copy of Seven, it's sealed. But what is that? What is even on that disc anymore? What does that version look like? Uh, uh, CD key. Yeah, I'm just popping in a disc and trying to get download uh, update. I guess. Uh, games played. I'll jump in. Uh, myself in front of the show. Jeremy beat Toe Jam and Earl on the. Sega Genesis Classics Collection on the Xbox One. Uh, it, dro- it is beatable when you have save states, and we spam the shit out of them. Cesar, when we when we beat it, did we play it legit, or did we use the save states on the Wii? Uh, I don't remember doing a save state. I don't either. I think we legit beat it. That's what I was telling him. I was like, I'm, this I'm, game's tough, but we fucking beat it. I'm more, <laughs> boogie, I'm more boogie, boogie, boogie. I'll be more excited if you, you tell me you beat uh, Funkatron. And be like, oh, that game's beatable? Russell and I beat that back in the day. It wasn't fun, but <laughs> it's not <laughs> as good as jar. throw the jar. Yeah, you go to Toe Jam and Earl for that, and they realize that because Toe Jam and Earl three and the excellent Back in the Groove um, are on the same vein as the randomized levels of the first one. Um, but he remembers playing it on Genesis. That collection was like eight dollars, I think, uh, like two weeks ago on an Xbox Live sale. And I bought it for him. I was like, "You got to have this," and we're gonna we're gonna try some of these online co op. Um, I had it for place. I still have it for PlayStation. I just haven't played it in a while. But I forgot how cool that interface is on that game. Like you have a CRT in front of you, and when you select a game, you're like picking its actual spine art. Mm-hmm. And if you change region, that switches on you. There's all kind of like you can set scan lines, and you can actually look at the CRT with the curve of it if you want to, and that kind of stuff. And on my OLED, I got scan lines on there and got like the right filtering. And it just looked, God, it looked amazing. <laughs> oh, I lo- and I love Toe Jam and Earl. Longtime listeners of the show will know that's that's way up there. And I've played through, I've 
played through it with a, a lot of my closest friends. Brent, you might be up yes. next. It might be it might be our I mean, turn to run through Toe Jam and Earl. I know you and I, we oh gosh. Was that when I came over and got those consoles? Did we start it on I a think, game night? Yeah. And, yeah. and we sat there and you were like, have you played Toe Jam and Earl? I said, no, no. And you were, we got to play. Oh, we, I introduced you to it? Yes. Even better. Spread the sickness. Oh, my Lord. And I've, yeah, I've loved Toe Jam and Earl since, man. Yes. It's a, it's a good and game. It, and it could be, that Genesis one, it can be so cheap, man. You'll get just mm. bullshit. The, when the boogeyman comes at the you, like Brant was bullshit. making that noise he makes, he can, like, just rag you out and kill you, and you never really have a chance to get away from him. Uh, the items randomize too, so you don't know what they look like unless you've already identified it or used it. So you can have one hit kills sometimes. Um, I had the getting, boogeyman getting at, caught randomly by the hula ladies. Oh yeah, you're you're running you from just, the boogeyman, and then the hula lady makes you dance, and then the boogeyman's right there getting you, or the dentist. <laughs> la la la! The dentist is coming after you. I can't remember what we what kept pushing you off the damn levels when we were playing, but it kept. It's, it's always either uh, the boogeyman or bees. The bees yeah. did not give oh, me this bees, go around. The bees are horrible. The bees That's always fucking light me up. And then we, we got to a level real high up where the piece was way across. Like, we could not find the land bridge. So we just had to randomize. We spammed the save state to figure out what the items were. Because some of them were one-hit kills and some of them were rocket shoes. And you just take off flying across the level. Oh, it was, it was good times. And... um I think there's a bunch. There's like six to eight of those games. I think that are that are two player co-op mm-hmm. online. And the co-op was there was a couple laggy instances. I don't know if it was game code or one of our internet bobbing in and out. There was a couple times where like we'd come out of an elevator and I'd be walking a certain way and then I'd be dead. Like something got me. I'm like, wait, what happened? What? It was like rollback code almost, you know? Yeah. And uh, Mantle Jam and is a good ass game. I'll play through that anytime. That's one of my go-tos. Um, I had a couple more. I played a little bit more Ratchet and Clank. Nothing, nothing too much further. I need to just, I need to have another day where I sit down and knock it out. I, I bet I've only got like four or five more hours to go. Yeah, you're, you were, you were on um, Blizzar, and that's. I just finished that part. So now you're on to try and find the fixer. Yep. So yeah, you're 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 getting there. You're pretty close. And I immediately did the side mission. Like I stumbled in each each level or world seems to have like a side mission that you can also do. It'll show up on your little optional thing. Like you could do this too. And it seems like I stumbled into that first. So I'm immediately like helping this chef. She's looking for these ingredients, yep. and I have to fend off these waves of of things coming after her. And it, that was not difficult. Like I was expecting it to be way harder. <laughs> Here's the thing. It'd been it'd been a week or so since I played. I forgot L1 bounces you between the dimensions, like between the rifts. So I'm just running. I'm running in between them because there's, there's these two traps you could set off on the floor. And I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm hitting square. I'm like, how come I can't get across there? What the fuck? Why am I having to run? And so I'm thinking, OK, this is just how they take it away from you. This is how they want you to play where you just have to run. Uh, I think it's Rivet that you're playing at as, yeah. as that point. I think you have to run rivet across there because it'd be too easy if you just did the dimensions. Uh, I think I think at that point I had uh, Mr. Fun Guy leveled up a decent amount and just throw that out there. Wanna, what what what's the little one that sends out like the little dog drone dudes? Uh, that you can I know the use. one you're talking. I can't think of the name. And I, I I would just use those and let them go back and forth. That's pretty good. And if and if I needed to, I'd you know hop between the portals. 
man, I was just hauling ass, setting those traps <laughs> off. And the thing you have to protect, it got down to like 74%. So even with my like not even playing well, it, it didn't really get attacked. So yeah, I got the I got the gold bolt or whatever that extra thing was she gives you. It might have been a suit piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is awesome. Uh, I think the biggest thing I'm, I'm always forgetting something. It's going to be something, but then I'll just use it next week. Uh, uh, Nine, Skyward Sword. Oh, Skyward Sword. I played a shit ton of Skyward Sword last weekend. Yeah. Uh, so everything I complained about last week, uh, my biggest complaint was, and I've, I'm totally convinced motion controls is the way to go. I, I'm glad you have the option for both, but I never can get the flick and all that down right. And the problem I had with motion controls is going into the start menu to resync that, like, this, this centralized part of the sword. That still sucks. But you don't have to go into the start menu. You can hit Y at any point, and you'll hear this noise. You hit Y on that right Joy-Con, and it'll center wherever you're holding the Joy-Con at. So it still sucks in the manner of it's not as precise. The motions are more precise than the Wii version, but it does not stay recognized as long as the Wii version, from what I can tell. Because I'll have to hit that. I hit it almost nonstop now just to resync and be in the right thing. Because when I go to do something, I fought one of the first uh, bosses. And it's the Girahim guy. It's the first time you fight him. That is a frustrating ass fight. Because they do not ease you into this. You are expected to like know what to do with this guy. And he literally, he's taunting you because he's super overpowered. He catches your sword. Like everything that you do, he's catching your sword. And I ended up just like trying to spam all these different movements and stuff. Luckily, God, they give God you bless the motion controls when you do this and something just hits. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, look, I did something. I'm the best link ever. I do that somebody, with uh, somebody walks by your window. You're like, oh, I'll take this. <laughs> the funniest thing. And I think I made a clip of it. Um, when you get the bug net and I'm after the bugs and stuff, I can never like get them right. So you just see me. I'm just like flapping the the, the bug net around trying to catch whatever. It just it looks stupid. It looks like Luigi <laughs> with like, a yeah, vacuum I could, cleaner. I, I could do this. I could do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I beat that first boss. Uh, the story is actually the story drives this one forward pretty good. There's great story beats to this. Uh, but my my two tips, I wanted to give Brant this because Brant was telling me he hadn't quite started it yet. Use that Y on the motion controls. Just hit Y and it wherever you're holding it, wherever you want to do it, that's going to center that Joy-Con. And you, I'd say, man, like every 15, 30 seconds, it's so often that it loses track of where you are. Because mm. I would just be moving around. I'm, I'm sitting in bed playing and I'm in a normal seated position. And I see Link just like dragging a sword behind him like it's broken or it's it weighs 500 pounds. I'm like, how the fuck does this happen? <laughs> or maybe I just have broken Joy-Cons. Maybe it's not supposed yeah, to take that long. I got to break it. He skips arm day in the gym. That's why. That's what it is. Just yeah, that one. Exactly, he only does leg days. He's the opposite of most people. So. Yeah. He's got strong legs because he can sprint, but not very far. My favorite conversation I have with employees all the time in my job, they're always like, eh, if I just run, can I just skip a leg day? I was like, no, I never skip a leg day. <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> you need some weights. Uh, so I beat that first dungeon and gear him was at the end of that one. Uh, I didn't die. I still haven't died in this game. It's not hard you there's a learning curve as to figuring out what they want you to do and i think the best way to accomplish that is with the motion controls that's what i've kind of settled on uh but i went to the second area which was like a fire i was expecting gorons but there's this whole race of like underground digging mole looking people and uh you've probably seen the clips on on the trailer but this is where you have the ball where links running over the fire and there were some these first two dungeons have incredible puzzles in them. And the way the dungeons are laid out, 
and the callbacks to a certain items that you'll have to use. Like the first thing you get is one of the, it's called the beetle. And that flies perfectly if you're synced up right. And Link takes it out and like shoots it in the air. And it's almost like a remote controlled uh, robot thing that you can fly around that collects rupees and hearts. And it hits switches. That's the big thing. So you'll be you'll be stuck somewhere and you're looking at a gate and you're like, what the heck? Where am I supposed to go? And you shoot that thing off into oblivion and then start scoping around looking and you'll you usually find a switch somewhere. But the way the the levels have flowed and it seems a lot of the like Ocarina of Time and and Twilight Princess and stuff, it seems like it takes up a lot of real estate inside the dungeon. Like it'll be this big sprawling map. But the way the puzzles are are intricately put about the rooms, the the first two dungeons I played, they haven't been huge, but they've taken a good amount of time just in working your way around the the room has like so much to offer in it. So it's a lot of fun to just go into a new room in these dungeons and just look around and be like, all right, so this is probably going to end up over there. You miss that formula, man. That's all it is. It's that old formula. I do. It's kind of refreshing. It's after I that did. long break you have from it. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of digging this. Yep. And it, it, I do see where they peaked with that. These are some of the best puzzles out of, out of those 3D Zeldas. They're, they're incredible. Um, I just got to a part, I beat the second dungeon. I got to a part where there's a time shift mechanic and I did not know this was a part of this game. I'm in the Lanayru Desert, and there are some crystals that you can oh, hit. Oh, I think this is where I quit on the the Wii game. I remember this. Is one. it? Have you gotten to that temple yet in that area? I have not. I'm working my way towards okay. it. I'm, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, okay. I think this is the part where I got. I remember there, there. Uh, you know, I remember just being a boss at this point, and I was like, eh, and I just stopped. <laughs> so I, I stopped I actually, right at the boss. So you were at the boss. Okay. The oh, the boss for the second temple was like this lava spider thing that moves up and down a ramp on you. That boss battle was so much fun. I had so much fun with it. It just that moment and the puzzle leading up to it, it was just like this is incredible. This is really good. That was an awesome boss battle. It's uh if anybody's played a Zelda fire dungeon game, it involves bombs and the enemy has to inhale the bomb at a certain point, but it's like how that plays out. They play on a lot of the 3D tropes of that series with this game where they turn them on their head and it's not quite what you expect. Uh, even the bombs themselves, like in, in the 3D Zelda games, you would start off with the bomb flowers, then you would graduate to the bombs. But in this one, you always have the bomb flowers. You can stack, you pick them up and you can store them in your bag. And that's just, that's the bombs in this universe. They're just bomb flowers littered about the about Hyrule. Or the surface. I'm not in Hyrule, I'm in the surface, even though it's Lanayru Desert and far on woods. So I think it's Hyrule. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but this place I'm at has the time shift mechanic. And you, when you hit these crystals, so I had moved my Switch OLED. <laughs> I moved my Switch down to my OLED TV at this point. And when you're in the past, like before you hit a time crystal, everything's uh, like Gears of War, 2008, uh, that gr- that grimy brown gray. And it just didn't look good. And I'm like, oh, my God, why did I switch to this TV? My TV should be doing better than this. And when you hit the time crystal, it goes back in time and you're in like a specific time warp area and everything's vibrant and alive. And it that contrast blew my mind and the the puzzles are involved with it. So like in the past, it'll be uh, it'll be a sandy area that you can walk across. But in the in the or in the in the past, it'll be like a plant or something that's in the way and it'll have poison. You can't get across that sort of thing. But if you go in the past, all of a sudden, everything's dead, it's dried up, and you can walk across it. So there's been a lot of fun mechanics between switching. And there's times where, you know, you'll walk to a certain area under one. You'll have to hit a switch off in the distance. 
almost like uh, the boomerangs in the 2D Game Boy ones where you'll hit a boomerang to switch a path and that sort of thing. And But the way it plays on this time mechanic, because there's like some robot characters that they come to life in the in the. I'm going to get them mixed up past or future. They come alive in the in the past where everything's vibrant, but in the future, everything's dead and rotten and dry. That's the desert. But the contrast of this area and the music picks up and everything. It's so cool. Nothing has been the same in this game. Everything's like surprising every area I get. But it's really, really highly recommend Brant. You were you were talking about waiting for the patch. Maybe maybe it comes maybe a stability type thing. But when I learned to hit Y like that and just resync my joy cons i'm going to town from there there's still some things that are hit and miss but they've pretty much taught you at this point like what you need to know you know you know what the game's going to throw at you it's just what they're expecting you know between him reading my sword and i had to fight the lozalfos um they were pretty tough because it's not it's not early 3d zelda where you just kind of learn their pattern and spam them in some way you still can by just flipping the thing around but there is some there is some nuance to land and blows and and not having to you can I think you can play and chase heart containers and I've done that in some sections and then you can play and really learn it and be the master of that. Yeah. Um, like Cesar was saying, this, my shield burnt up in one area and I'm like, fuck this! I've been using this thing. That's how I beat these guys. So then you have to find another way to try to take them out or go back up into the sky and get your shield upgraded. Um, that's kind of a nod to or from from breath of the wild is that you'll collect bugs and um rocks and ore and things like that and those can be turned into weapon upgrades and equipment upgrades and things like that uh skyward sword is excellent i'm loving this game it's it's i'm glad we got this version of it this is this is the one to play for sure uh and then the last game i've already talked way too much cesar and i played uh tokyo 2020 the official olympic games game of the olympics tokyo 2020 uh we had a couch co-op night and I <laughs> uh, don't know if we'll be talking about it for game of the year, but it's definitely honorable mention because there's a bunch of wacky ass mini games in there. Uh, the creative character super deep. You can come up with uh, Cesar made himself in the mm. game. He, he didn't have that save profile ready to go, but I made somebody close to the Witcher. So I was uh, still playing. I'm going to say, when was it the Witcher time? I was uh, I was Mad Damon. You did look like Mad Damon, your mm. default character, because my default character when we played, it gave me the Witcher. So. We reversed them on this one, but uh, the tennis game is awesome. Uh, basketball is a lot of fun. We really got to hang up basketball at the end. It was the basketball quarters were super short. I think the end of the first quarter was like four to two, maybe three to two. Yeah, because we did the shortest time, so there were yeah. there was literally enough to do like two shots, and then yep. they were doing bullshit shots that we're making, and then like we were up there and like doing perfect shots, and it was like bouncing now. It's like, <laughs> and they came well, rolling back on us. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell. Uh, beach volleyball gave us fits. We got golds in just about everything. And then beach volleyball, the people from Togo, they were whooping our asses. We probably lost five or six times before we were in. It was just playing to five points. But that mm. beach volleyball was tough, man. They, I don't know if we weren't playing right or that one's just harder or how that works. We weren't but. playing right because we blew through all the other ones outside of uh, yeah. bullshit swimming. Swimming is where we, we dropped the oh, – like, Swimming is a nightmare. So every, all these game mini games are basically – Mario Party mini games, right? Brant. So you're playing. It's like two mm-hmm. buttons, maybe. You have a block button, you have a shoot button, or you have um, in the hammer throw. You're just you're holding down L and R to start with, and then you're spinning, and then you're hitting X to launch your hammer or something like that. When it goes in slow motion, it's all like basic mini games. 
fucking swimming is like DDR on crack mixed with Shinmu QTEs. And it's just, it's tough. It's all rhythm and it's throwing you off. So as you're swimming, you see these arrows coming in and you have to hit up. So it's like up, 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 up as you're doing the, you know, as you're doing the, as the you're freestyle. Pressing, pressing X, the speed up. It's like multiple yep. things at once. It's a pain. And it's across, it's not intuitive across the controller because when you're when your swimmer tumbles over and pushes off the wall, you gotta hit L1 to boost off the wall and then tap X. And it's just it's so much going on. It's like and Cesar, we never competed, did we? Like we were we you and yeah. I were seventh and eighth on every and, heat. And I play like I play Hatsune uh, Miku games all the damn time. And that's pretty much the whole up thing is you have to hit the the reticle as it hits on the up thing. If you don't, if it's too late or not, and then you slow down like big time. It's like you have to be perfect. It's tough. We ran through table tennis. That one was pretty easy. Uh, we got the fuck we, what did we do in table tennis? It was like we did doubles table tennis, which we looked yeah. virtually impossible because it's like the world's smallest table. And, and we're, we're on top we're of just, each other. Like our characters yeah, are literally around. just slamming X and somehow we were just beating them. So we ran straight through them. They never got a point on us. We got gold immediately. And it's like you, it's just one event. And then you're up on the podium holding your medal. You're like, hey, I won. <laughs> I'm the witcher. I got the gold medal. <laughs> I took a break, um, and now I'm here in the Olympics. <laughs> I took a break from slaying monsters. Now I'm slaying uh, Russians and Togoans. To, to you, go, mean the, you mean to the Rock? The Rock. Yeah, Russian Olympic Committee. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, we liked the the triple jump was fun. Was it triple jump or long jump? It was long jump. That one was a lot, lot of fun. It was like it was like x x x x x x x x x x x x x square. The bullshit. The bullshit one was how you immediately got the fucking. Arm throw or whatever that shit is, the hammer throw. The hammer throw. It was, I fucking, my first like, throw was perfect. Yeah, me, I'm like, did I hit the net? I think I hit the net one of them. I was like, you're like, come on, man. I just went straight in the net. I was like, fudge, man, come on. Man. The first throw I ever threw was like this world record. And the Witcher were like, went in this slow motion thing. He's like, oh. He didn't scream at the end, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, highly <laughs> recommend, especially if you give me like a pity thing. It's just like I just threw into the net. I was like, great. Yeah, I, I gave not, you a throw. Like, here, I'm not gonna do much because we, we were trying to unlock trophies. You got if you if you got a gold in an event, you got a trophy for it. So we were trying to alternate winning these trophies back and forth because I couldn't do hurdles, and Cesar had to slow down for me to get the hurdles. <laughs> that's the, bullshit. The Witcher, right? no, I, like, I hit one hurdle, you hit like eight, and then you beat me still. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I tripled with one. Witcher, he, he went man, to three of them. The he still beat me. And I was like, what the hell? And then you watch the replay. Like like plenty of sports games, the replays where it's at, when you see the craziness unfold, you're like, how did that happen? <laughs> you're watching it from all these different angles. Cesar hits one of the hurdles, and I just, I'm barreling through like three of them. And the Witcher <laughs> Yeah, Cesar. I'm like, I'm slow to get up on one. You're just, you're going through them like they're just, I don't, they're not even there. You're just like, you're just running straight. I'm like, geez. Uh, Let's go, baby. Knife through butter. <laughs> Nobody else competed behind us. I mean, we were like distant first and second. Yeah. So. so there was kind of an extreme as far as they weren't really competitive or they were kicking our ass, like the swimming and the beach volleyball. Man, fuck swimming. Uh, we'll get the hang of it. Volleyball's there. I mean, that. I, 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 we did pretty well in the baseball one. I got the Grand Slam when you're not. Oh, baseball. Yeah. Yeah, I, le- I left the room and says, are in extra innings since a Grand Slam. So I come back. And <laughs> sure. It's like, four, it's like four to what? Zero or some shit? Like four to yeah, one. Four, four to tied one to one. Yep. yep. So, That's right. It was four to one. Yeah. Because we were tied one to one. That's how we went to extra innings. Yeah. 
Yep, because yeah. I, I got a hit, so it was like runners on first and second. Yep. That's a good-ass game. Highly recommend. Tons of mini games. It's not Mario Party. Like, you don't have the board and all that in the background to have to deal with, but it's uh, it's damn good. It's a lot of fun. Oh, those are my games played. I rattled on for far too long. And mine will be easy, and I'll just hand it off to Brent. Uh, the only game I played with, with that last week was Olympic Games with you, and I yes. just streamed uh, Summer Anime. That's it. I mean, that's it. Oh. I'm going. I'm juggling like 10 to 15 series right now. So. Wow. Dang. You got a lot on your plate, sir. Uh, it's literally just me turning on the TV and pressing play. Uh, it's even less work than playing a game. Hot summer anime. Yep. Summer lineup, man. Get them even in. An, even anime on the exercise bike? No visual novels? Uh, usually on the, yeah. On the exercise bike, it's always, I think I'm, I think I'm watching Fate Zero on the exercise bike. I don't know why I exclusively saved that one for the exercise bike, <laughs> but that's the one I watch on the exercise bike. Fate Zero. Yep, it's all yours, Brent. Take us home. Uh, this past week, I finished Metroid Fusion. Nice. Oh, my gosh. So It's up there. It's up the there, isn't it? So, um, gosh, I was going after the, the wave beam or the long beam. I think it was the wave beam. And to do that, you have to, like, kind of go around and... Uh, I said I had mentioned last week that in the story you kind of get this feeling that there's something else going on because you have the um, Saix or whatever it is Sax mm-hmm. Evil Samus Dark Samus running around um, hunting you and dread. it's were you full the, of dread <laughs> I'm full of dread <laughs> you have the uh, the computer AI that's kind of informing you where to go and it's talking with the the headquarters like the federation or whatever they are and you know at one point they say you know samus doesn't suspect anything blah 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 and the reason we we talked a little bit about the controversy how you know that when it came out people didn't like the fact that it told you where to go. It did this and that. And that's that's totally even isolated. That's even part of the story. Yeah. The, the way that they get it. it oh. So eventually, um, if you run around and, and go through different places, you'll find power ups and the computer starts saying, oh, well, that's odd that uh, I didn't know that it had the data for that or um it's interesting that you got that power back, you know, after you get these different upgrades, it's, you know, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't scheduled or, um, and then the computer gets mad at you for going and exploring. Like, how did you get over here? You weren't supposed to be in this area. I told you you were supposed to go here. And like, what is happening here? Yeah. Where it, am becomes, I? it becomes very odd. And you, uh, just by exploring and, and, and doing what you're supposed to, You'll eventually come upon an area that's like this restricted um, area that you can eventually get in through. And it's a breeding, like this breeding area for Metroids. And the they were breeding Metroids all along. And they wanted to, you know, even though they were supposed to be dead, they were planning to use the Metroids supposedly for good. But um, as everyone does with a bio weapon, yeah. And at that point, you wind up trapped 
in this area with Metroids and one of the Dark Samuses, and you it, it you have to escape this area, and it kind of ejects from the uh, the satellite you're on, the you know the the uh, station kind of research station. It's, yeah, it's yeah, like a it, it is kind of like a research station. Um, and I guess it it, it explodes. But um, then you find out that there's more than one of these Dark Samuses running around on the ship because the the parasite can just multiply. It's yeah. asexual. It can it can just go. Um, a sexual Metroid. Yes, asexual Metroid. That's probably parasite. our title. Parasite. A parasite. <laughs> asexual parasite. As- asexual parasite. <laughs> Um, but the, the, the end and everything else getting through and going, um, and beating this game, um, the way it ends, the, just the, the whole game as a whole, um, I was, I said that I was enjoying the way that the story's told and the fact that there are more story bits, um, the way that everything came together at the end, I, I, I really enjoyed the um, Samus Returns on on 3DS. Yep. Um, I've enjoyed playing all of these other Metroids, but honestly, taking in consideration all of the all of the 2D Metroids, Metroid Fusion is is probably my favorite. Ooh. Because uh, it it's so good. Bold claim. It's so it's so good. Too. I love that one. So you're excited, that being your favorite Metroid, we're getting a direct sequel to that one, essentially. Yeah. Made by the studio that you also enjoyed their their take on Metroid and, and Samus Returns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Metroid Dread is high up on your list, sir. Yes, Dread is... And I wasn't able to secure a special edition, so, I mean, I'm no. going to... I'm going to wind up... Give, give it time, somebody, somebody will cancel something, they'll come out. Either that... Either that, or I'm gonna try to go to that um, game games retailer that's around the the corner from our uh, working uh, headquarters. Your spot. And your spot. I've I've had such good good luck there with stuff mm-hmm. that yeah, I'll probably uh, I'll I'll see if they have a special edition. They'll probably have the Amiibos Day One, and because uh, I know when we this. were yeah, I'm gonna be your competition. Um. Uh, my some only guy, leg up is I'm already you, in the field. Some guy just beat you to it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like you said, I'm I'm debated holding off on uh on Skyward Sword because with um what was it Super Mario 3D mm-hmm. um they did an update for the controls since people had problems with the with the controls and there not being certain options and everything. So I'm wondering if they were going to do an update uh, and push out better controls for the buttons and everything like that or improved uh, motion. Um, but I may go ahead and jump into it. I'm. It's good. I, it's good, man. And and doing that resyncing the thing outside the menu, I thought you had to go in the menu. That changed everything yeah. for me. But honestly, I've. I still am somewhat on this like Game Boy Advance <laughs> kick. What's next? Uh, Wario I, Land Four. Yeah, I feel I feel like 
you know, st- maybe staying on the Game Boy Advanced or, you know, I've been playing with the with the DS, so maybe even throwing a DS game in there. Uh, Castlevania. With, you got three with, Castlevanias on there. Oh, gosh. Yeah. With celebrating, basically celebrating um, Metroid um, by playing these games, I feel like I need to play multiple Zelda games besides just Skyward Sword. There you go. So I mean, Open there's up all fronts. Minute, I should play something like Minage Cap or um, Spirit. Have you ever played Minage Cap? I've played a little bit of Minage Cap. I've never, <sighs> I've never beaten that one. But it's, it's a good one. It's, a really it's always, good one. it's always one that when I boot it up and start it, it's such a good game. Yeah. Um, so much charm in that one. I love the the bird hat concept. Yeah. He's super cool. And I know you didn't like Spirit Tracks uh, that much, or was it? Was yeah, it was Spirit. It was Spirit Tracks and then Phantom, Phantom Hourglass. Hourglass. And I, I liked like both of those, but if for for what they were, I thought they were pretty uh, pretty good. Not they were zones. they were they were kind of annoying because they were in that vein of you know, shoehorning in the touch control. But once you got into it and got into the story and, you know, started doing the dungeons and everything, I, I, lo- I don't know why I loved them so much. It could be one of those things where I try it, I boot it up and start playing. And I'm like, man, this is, this is not right. I remember it's trash time and place. <laughs> Cause we always, yeah, we always have those games, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't know. I, I feel like, I should give them a, a better shot than I did. Yeah, a lot of a lot of these uh, these games that we love, they're in their uh, whatever anniversary. I mean, Pokemon's twenty fifth is is this year. Zelda's thirty fifth is this year. Um, really, the only thing they did for Fire Emblem's thirtieth was they you know made that big special edition. Yep. For the original Fire Emblem that and they translated a game for us and then pulled it from the store. Yeah, pulled it from the store and only came out with a digital edition of it because even that special edition just had a code in it. Um, so I mean, I feel like Fire Emblem was a game. Uh, the Fire Emblem on the uh, Game Boy Advance that was a game I played. Shoot, I can't countless times and would always play and then delete my game and play and delete my yeah. game and this yeah so. There were two. Yeah, there were two of those for GBA, right? It's like Sacred Stones was one of them. Yeah, Sacred Stones, and then just just Fire Emblem. They called that one just Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Just dance. Just dance. Just dance but, in the Fire Emblem. But I mean, my backlog is so so great anyway. I could pull any number of games and start playing. But I I feel like the I don't know that GBA that handheld small games are they're still calling. And then I mean even I've. I had somebody message me right now about Pokemon Unite. My son played Pokemon Unite, but now I'm hearing that's more um, play to win kind of mechanic. Is it? So I, yeah, I was wondering what the what the temperature was on that one. But people are enjoying it, and that's even what I've what I've been hearing is it's a good game. Uh, it's it's pretty fun, but and yeah, it's it seems to be play to win if you want to spend spend the money you can power up certain certain characters and and basically just knock everyone down so but it might be worth it might be worth a try since it's still in its infancy you know before too many people get too high leveled Mm -hmm. so Uh, yeah give it a a shot uh positives 
positive stuff on Twitter where they're like, this is a good game. What do you do in it? I know nothing about it. <laughs> it's a, it's a have, mobile. It's a mobile. I was going to say, have you, have you seen League of Legends? Have you seen Dota? It's the same. League of Legos. It's a mobile. League of Legos. But no, just, uh, just Metroid. Uh, finishing Metroid Fusion. That was it. And thinking about what else to play next. So, All right. That'll wrap it up for this episode. We're good? We covered everything? Yes, sir. Did we get to our hour 48? Oh, hour 48. We're exactly there. That's awesome. We made it. We made it, boys. All right. uh, We're landing, boys. We're landing. This is it. An hour 48, our usual landing spot. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you.